Shalom, shalom, and welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer of Faith, living life in the spirit. What a blessing to take a moment out where we spend time together in the word of Elohim. We lift up the name of Yeshua. <laughs> what a blessing it is to be found in the Messiah. Yeshua of Nazareth, he's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And here we are together before the word and i appreciate every person who's joining us live also a shout out to those who are joining us on podcast and the different platforms that this message will go out to just a few minutes after we finish the live broadcast thank you for joining with us if you've got testimony and the father is speaking to you i encourage you email me kenny at bulldozerfaith.com you'll see my email address in the header it's always good to hear what the father is doing and don't forget we're coming up to another newsletter we do monthly newsletters thanks to esther in australia that uh, gets me organized in that area that we can do that such a blessing and i know that it's blessing many people just to go through our newsletters and by the way you can even go to the archive and enjoy the newsletters uh let me just give you the link and post the link here for anyone that is interested. I think I hit the right button. Yep, looks like I did. Also, uh, if you don't get the newsletters by email, you can also use the same link. Here we go. Uh, for the newsletters, you can use the same link to stay connected with us and sign up. We don't just put um, our newsletters through email. We also give you updates, uh, you know, on when we're going live for Crossing Point Global Community. Every Sunday we have the Zoom call. Well, at least we try to do it. Um, we, we missed it last week, but we do aim at 9.30 every Sunday to do the Zoom call. And, you know, I hope we can get better systems in place just to make sure that even if I'm not available, we can still make it happen hallelujah well let's give a shout out to those that are tuning in just now we've got lola with us we've got russell gerda we've got b we've got brandon we've got renee and uh yep i think that's what we've got it's b again now <laughs> so welcome thanks for joining with us just take a moment and share with someone who do you know that could be blessed and encouraged with this message tonight. Sometimes you look at the title and you think, well, you know, I don't think I'm going to listen to that message tonight. What do you mean the tongue, a restless evil? But anyway, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. And it's so very important. Yesterday we talked about putting on the new self. That means we've got to do something. What have we got to do? Get the old self off. You know, what is, what's the enemy seeking to do? He wants to rob you of your confidence. He wants to break you down so that you can't even believe in the promises of Yahovah. And his promises are yes and amen. And he wants us to understand the richness of his love, the richness of his glory. And that's what we're going to be hitting on tonight. And uh, again, we're going to be looking at our responsibility. But sometimes we've got to look at where is our heart? You know, is our hearts damaged? You know, uh, in a relationship with Yehovah, yesterday we talked about, you know, uh, you know, being in that darkness and having a heart of stone instead of a heart of flesh and, you know, not being able to see and understand. Why? Because of disobedience of how we live our lives. So, Father, we want to be faithful before you tonight or today, whatever time zone you are in. And, Father, we just want to rejoice 
that our name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. We don't have to wait for the annual uh, Day of Atonement, but we recognize that we are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And we rejoice that you sent your Son, Yeshua HaMashiach, to die and pay the price for me, to die and pay the price for everyone uh, who is watching and listening. And we just love you, Father. We love you. And, and I pray tonight as we go through this message, that the message of love will be resounding, that we will receive and be able to walk with you in a greater way in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. So anyway, look, we're talking about tongues. Uh, we're talking about tongues. We are going to talk about tongues too. But, you know, what does it say in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21? Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So, you know, we know how important it is when it comes to our tongues. Uh, Proverbs chapter 21, verse 23, Whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble. <laughs> right? So, you know, we have got to... Um, understand that you know we need to be in control and you know we're going to talk in the, in the book of James what it says about the tongue but I want to open up in Sam chapter 140 and we'll read a few verses there or you know we're just going to use this as our foundation Sam then I want us to dive back into the book of Ephesians I don't know if you've been enjoying these past few days as we've just been just going through line upon line and uh, a few chapters of Ephesians. What a blessing! Every time, you know, look, I don't, I don't get discouraged, you know, but every time I, I just feel, you know, I just, I just need a, a fix in the presence of Yehovah. I turn to the book of Ephesians and I, and I see the vision of a mighty God just laid out before us. And it's so powerful and it means so much and it just sets my heart on fire. And I believe that as we go through this message tonight, it really is going to set your hearts on fire. The tongue, a restless evil. And, you know, how are we dealing with that as believers in Messiah? So Psalm 140 verse 1, Rescue me, O Yehovah, from evil men. Protect me from men of violence who devise evil plans in their hearts and stir up war every day. So, you know, what are we talking about? We're talk talking about people who have an evil intent, an evil agenda. And, you know, we should be praying for protection. You know, we should be saying, you know, Father, we're standing before you and we come against the assignments of evil against us we break those assignments we say hasatan we give you no room in yeshua's name we choose to live in the victory of yahovah and no matter what we face all forms of evil directed towards us will be broken a curse sent without a cause will return and we ask father that you keep us right standing before you so that we see the blessing. So when you see evil men plotting against you, and, you know, look, this is something that happens to us a lot in the land of Israel. And even last night, you know, at 11 o'clock last night, I received another legal letter 
for from troublemakers. I get, you know, this country, Israel's full of troublemakers. You've got all sorts of trouble going on and people with ill intent and, you know, just looking for opportunities. They think if you're from the West that you, you must be wealthy and uh, if they can find ways to sue you here in Israel, they're going to take every opportunity to do so because, you know, they want to gain from deceit. And, you know, that's just the sad fact of, um, you know, socialism and the, the socialist platform that we see here in the land of Israel. It's meant to be a first world country. But let me tell you something. When you live in this country, you get to see just what the country really is. You might have fast Internet and, you know, technology centers in Tel Aviv and stuff like that. But the mentality of what goes on here is very socialist. It's not very uh, democratic in its approach. Anyway, so what do you do when you see these evil plans? You know, first we take it to the Father. We take it to him. Verse 3, <clears throat> they, may, they, may, they make their tongue, their tongues as sharp as a, serp, as a serpent's. The poison of vipers is on their lips. Think about it. You know, how dangerous are these intents? Don't take things lightly when the, when the, the, the devil, Hasatan, is seeking to take you out. Recognize the devices of the enemy so that we can pray into things and overcome. Now, we're not going to sit back, but we're going to press in in the presence of Yehovah. And instead of going, oh, you know, what's happening? Why is this always happening to me? We say, well, these are things we expect. If you are walking by faith and living by the Spirit, you are going to get these assignments. <laughs> you know, hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. What we need is a believing attorney working for the ministry as a volunteer full time. That would certainly help, wouldn't it? Anyway, praise the Father. Okay, keep me, O Yehovah, from the hands of the wicked. Hallelujah. Protect me from men of violence who plan to trip, uh, uh, to trip my feet. Proud men have hidden a snare for me. They have spread out the cords of their net and have set traps for me along my path. You, do, do you see this? Just look at your life. Look at the things you go through. Do you see the, the plans of the enemy to take you out? The traps, uh, the, you know, how the enemy wants to trip you up. The snares that are hidden just as you're going along your daily path. And that snare, whip, just comes to get you. And what, what's the father saying in the midst of all of this? And, you know, what is David saying in the midst of all of this when he is looking at this uh, portion as he is singing this song, as he's uh, writing down the words that are just coming out of his spirit. What are we recognizing here? He is bringing this before the Father. He's recognizing that men have evil tongues. They have evil intent. They want to do things of violence. They want to do things against the people of Elohim. They want to pull down. And what's the whole purpose of what David is laying out here? He's laying out a path to build his confidence. Yep. Yeah, oh, you know, come on, David. You know, come on, that's a bit negative. Can't you just get into the faith movement and just proclaim the positive stuff? Why have you got to go through this, 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 this? Man, it's going so, so deep. I feel so sorry for you, David. How on earth are you going to get out of all of this? But what he's doing, he's laying the foundation 
of the effects of evil. And then he's laying the foundation for the purpose of proclaiming, if I bring it to Yehovah, my God will answer my prayers. My God will make a way where there seems to be no way. So it doesn't matter how bad it gets. So instead of having a, a, you know, sitting around having a pity party and a cup of coffee, you know, what we're doing is we're bringing things to Yehovah. We're saying, you know, Father, I'm coming before you with these things. Keep me, O Yehovah, from the hands of the wicked. Protect me from the men of violence who plan to trip my feet. Proud men have hidden a snare for me and have spread out the cord of the net and have set traps for me along the path. And in that section, what's the most important thing? The very first words, keep me, keep me. Father, I ask you to keep us. And if you're facing trouble, if you're facing tough times, you know, we're going to talk about how we use our tongue, but we, we want to first look at what's taking place uh, with evil intent, what people are saying, how people are acting. And we've got to identify that which is evil. When we see people speaking evilly or ill of others, we've got to identify, is this a right spirit? Is this truly coming from the heart of Yehovah? Or is this coming from a spirit of pride? You know, what is the foundation that is bringing forth this word? Verse 6, O Yehovah, I say to you, you are my Elohim. Hear, O Yehovah, my cry for mercy. O sovereign Lord, O sovereign King, my strong deliverer who shields my head in the day of battle. Do not grant the wicked their desires, O Yehovah. Do not let their plans succeed, or they will become proud. Think about that, Selah. Or they will become proud. What are we looking at? Who are you, Father? You are my Elohim. I, my cry for mercy. Hear my cry for mercy. I'm calling to you. You're not just Lord. You are sovereign. There is no other. You, know, you are the sovereign king. You know, there's, there's no one higher than you. My strong deliverer, my shield. Oh, hallelujah. You protect my head in the day of battle. Don't grant the wicked their desire. Let's just pray that right now. You know, what are you facing? You know, I'm just going to lift up to the Father right now all of the legal attacks and the things against us. My brother sent me an interesting prophetic word the other day on this point, you know, of the, the actions of evil and the things that happen. And, you know, what you find, and, and this is really the truth, the bottom line, Evil people will <clears throat> eventually trip themselves up in the things that they're doing. Because when you're walking with deceit, all you've got to do is shine the light of truth. And even the judge can identify, wait a second, you know, I identify this is evil intent. This is not, uh, you know, just a normal um, dispute or difference that has to be settled. This is someone with evil intent to destroy the lives and the works of another. 
And, you know, we've got to be careful because what does the devil come to do? Steal, kill, and destroy. So we've got to identify, are we building up? Are we bringing forth that encouragement? Are we empowering others for the purpose of Yehovah? Can you look past the failings of man and still desire to help bring restoration for them in the presence of a mighty God? That's what we're called to do. That's what we are called to live by. Verse 9, let the heads of those who surround me be covered with the trouble their lips have caused. So, you know, this untamed tongue, these lips are gonna, of the wicked are going to get themselves in so much trouble. Why? Because we're a praying people who brings these things before our Creator. Father, We don't have to be concerned about how man sees us when we are being attacked by evil intent. All that matters is that we stand the stand of righteousness and you will see the victory in the Messiah. So what have you got to do in the midst of trouble? Some people just want to spend all their time trying to justify the problem, justify. There's a place where things need to be said to bring order. But you know what? You stand before the Father and you produce the fruit of righteousness and you minister from the basis of love and all of the evil of ten, all of the things that come to steal, kill and destroy will expose themselves. They'll be covered in trouble. Why? Because if you speak against those who belong to Yehovah, that evil place will eventually turn and cause damage to the, the person or the evil uh, spirits that are sending it. Let burning coals fall upon them. May they be thrown into the fire. And some people are like, oh, oh, you know, how can you pray that? Let burning coals fall upon them. Oh, that's just Old Testament stuff. You know, we're part of the, the, the Mercianic writings, the New Testament. We've got to speak love. It's okay. You know, this is the heart of David. He's saying, why? Because if we don't deal with the evil that's going on. How do we see the shalom of Yehovah manifest in the world? You know, we, we talked about evil intent. It creates pride in one of the earlier verses. Can't remember what verse it was. It was talking about pride. And what happens when they see their victory and their plan succeeding, it produces an increase of pride. And what does pride do? It causes them to do even more, to do even more evil. They think, well, I got away with that. Let's see what else I can get away with. But it's okay to say, let burning coals fall upon them. Why? Because we care for the innocent. We care for the brokenhearted. We care for those who are in need. You can even get angry as long as it's righteous anger. You know, we don't have to be bitter, unforgiving, but we can be angry against the plans and uh, the attacks of evil. Hallelujah. Let them, uh, 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 may they be thrown into the fire, into miry pits, never to rise. And, you know, it's going to be quite important on a verse we're going to look at in a minute because it's talking about where is this uh, evil speech coming from? What is what is its origin Verse 11, let slanderers not be established in the land. May disaster hunt down men of violence. Hallelujah. 
I know that Yahovah secures justice for the poor and upholds the cause of the needy. Surely the righteous will praise your name and the upright will live before you. Hallelujah. So we've got a responsibility. We've got the responsibility to stand in the presence of Yehovah and know that he is faithful. He will bring us through. We will see the victory in Messiah. And, you know, it's so important. Okay, so we are going to read from Ephesians. But before we go to Ephesians, I want to read just a portion of James chapter 3. Hallelujah. James chapter 3, verse 5. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the the body, but it makes a great boast. Consider what a great um, forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole person, sets the whole course of his life on fire, and it, it is itself set on fire by what? Hades. So where's, where's the origin of this evil? Where is it coming from? It's coming from the very pit of hell. And what happens if we don't know how to tame the tongue? What happens if we can't control the tongue? It's going to cause so much trouble within our lives. And, you know, we've, we've got to recognize it just takes that one little spark and it can ruin your life forever with evil intent. But, you know, also the opposite. If we will speak forth the word of Yahovah, we will see the victory. And, you know, we are called to be living in revival. Don't talk to me about going to, to have revival. Let, let's, let's have revival in your heart. If, you, if you're not practicing on the basis of living in revival personally, don't expect or pray for revival to happen in a nation or in any people group. First, we've got to recognize, Father, let revival start within my heart. Fire me up in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Verse 7. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and creatures of the sea are being tamed and have been tamed by man, but no man can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. No man can tame the tongue. With the tongue we praise Yahovah and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in Elohim's likeness. Out of the same mouth comes praise and cursing. My brothers, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can salt spring produce fresh water. So, you know, should this be? Should this be? Uh, You know, it's an important point. We can change this. My brothers, this should not be, sorry. We can change this. How do we change this? We ask by the power of the Holy Spirit to intervene to help us through this. And that's that's what, you know, I needed to get those things out before we move into Ephesians chapter 5 to lay that foundation um, because there's just such important Uh, things that are shared in this chapter. So turn with me to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1. Be imitators of Elohim, therefore as dearly loved children, 
and live a life of love just as Messiah loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to Elohim. But among you, there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or any kind of impurity. And, you know, you hear that and you're like, oh, yes, oh, yes. And then, you know, and then he starts breaking the list down. And you're like, well, wait, wait a second. Why are you adding those things to the list? I understand the big ones, you know, but now what are you saying? Any kinds of impurity or greed, greed, because these are improper for Elohim's holy people. Nor should there be uh, obscenity, foolish talk or coarse joking which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. The Father wants us to be those who are thankful. Create me a pure heart. Renew a right spirit within me. We want to have revival. and Let's, let's pray for what's going on in our life so the glory of Yehovah will be revealed from our lives. May we be filled with thanksgiving. Oh, so thankful. Why? Because we're studying the Word. We're meditating on the Word. We're not just studying. We're applying the Word. We're living the Word. You haven't got time for evil. You haven't got time for all of the problems. Why? Because what's going to take place? If you're not truly going to live this life, what's going to take place? For this For this, you can be sure, verse 5, no immoral, impure, or greedy person, such a man is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of Messiah and of Elohim. Verse 6, Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of such things Elohim's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them. There needs to be a separation from evil. We need to be walking in the paths of Yahovah and identifying the way forward. We don't want to be those who are walking with the disobedience, but walking with those in the faith and thanksgiving. Are we thankful? What have we got to be thankful? What does it mean to have thanksgiving? You know, we, we recognize, look what Yahovah has done. And when we see all the great things that he has done, all of a sudden, all of those worldly Dark things aren't important any longer. So what are we meditating on? Are we meditating on the flesh or are we meditating on the spirit? Verse 8. For we were once darkness, but now you are the light in Yehovah. Live as children of the light. And this is a choice. And this is a statement. And we need to hear this. You've got to speak to yourself. And sometimes when we look in the mirror... You know, we don't need just these motivational words to try and pump yourself up just to make you feel good. The question is, how are we living? So maybe look in the the mirror and, and have a different type of confession. You're in the light of Yehovah. Live as children of the light. I'm a child of the Most High Elohim. And today I'm going to live as a child in the light. Darkness, go in Yeshua's name. I have decided to follow Yeshua, and there's no turning back. I'm pressing forward in Yeshua's name, and I make a decision. I'm going to live in the light. And then we're going to feel confident about who we are as we are living what we are understanding in the Scripture. You can only prophesy. You can only function on the basis 
you know, of your faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Yahovah. If we don't have the word within us, how are we going to get the word through us? And the Father wants us to be filled up to overflowing. He wants us to be immersed in the presence of a mighty God. He wants us to be immersed in the scriptures and to receive. Verse 9. For the fruit of light consists of all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases Yehovah, what pleases him in our walk. What are we going to do today to please the Father? Come on, think about these things. Then it becomes exciting, you know. Sometimes you can watch, you know, Facebook or YouTube, and you've got these channels of, you know, there's one guy goes out there, he just knocks on people's doors, and he said, I just want to pay your rent today. And, you know, hands them a, you know, how much is your rent? Uh, I want to pay your, your monthly rent. How much are you paying? And, you know, what pleases Yahovah? What can we do today to please him, to bring glory to his name? Because it's not all just one-sided in this relationship. It's two-sided, and we've got to press forward. Find out what pleases Yahovah. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. And, you know, this is not just about what's happening within your life, but within our community, within our, our, our believing kehala and assembly. Support the person. Hate the sin. Support the person. Let's see victory in Messiah. For it's shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret, but everything exposed by the light becomes visible. <clears throat> Verse 14, For the light that makes everything visible. Uh, Sorry, let's read that again so I get it in context. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, for it is light that makes everything visible. This is why it's said, and here's my, you know, one of my favorite verses, Wake up, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Messiah will shine on you. You know, we see that in Romans chapter 13, verse 11. Wake up, O sleeper. You know, what's, it's not a message to the unsaved. If you're saved and you're, you're meant to be walking in the Spirit, you've fallen asleep to the things of Yahovah. Hear the word of Yahovah. This is the day to wake up, O sleeper. This is a great day. Why? You've got to rise from dead. You died to the old man. Now you've got to rise from the dead to live and, and shine in Messiah. Verse 15, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what Yehovah's will is. And this is what's so important. We talked about what's pleasing the Father. How do we understand what Yehovah's will is? Well, we understand the commission. Go into the world and make disciples of all nations. And and this is what I love about walking in the Spirit. You know, it's not about, well, sitting down until I have my 75 points of how to be a blessing, you know, in the presence of Yehovah. No, I'm going to take what I have and I'm going to sow it and I'm going to minister from the basis of what I know today. I want to take the richness of the knowledge of Yahovah and pour it into the lives of others so that they too may be fired up, may be encouraged. I want to understand Yahovah's will. How do I understand his will? I get involved in the commission of Yahovah. We are commissioned to bring the kingdom 
to this generation. We are commissioned to make disciples. These are things that we are commissioned to do. What is our part in discipleship making? What is our part in bringing forth the encouragement to the body of Messiah? And, you know, as we were talking about the importance of the Spirit and tongues and, you know, what's coming out of our mouth and what we just read in uh, uh, James. No one can tame the tongue. You can tame wild animals. You can do this. You can do that. When it comes to the human tongue, there is nothing. So what do we need? We need an encounter for something that's outside of humanity. We need an encounter of the Ruach HaKodesh. We need the life of the Spirit. And, you know, that's, that's what we go on to in verse 18. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. What's, what's it talking about? Don't get drunk on wine. Don't be controlled by the substance, the false spirit. Don't be controlled by that spirit. Don't get drunk. What happens when we're drunk? We lose our mind. Things happen when you're drunk. Uh, you know, you, many people, when they're drunk, they wake up to the regret. Some of them wake up in a, a, a cell down at the local police station. Like, how did I get here? What's going on here? Why? Because you're going to do things. You're going to act in certain ways you didn't intend to act. So we've got to be careful what spirit we are receiving. What are we partaking from? Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing and make music in your heart to Yehovah. Always giving thanks to Elohim, the Father, for everything in the name of our Lord Yeshua, the Messiah. Always giving thanks. So, you know, what are we, what are we doing? We're, we're recognizing, I want to be filled with the Spirit. And listen, let me tell you something. You know, there's a false Holy Spirit, false anointing. You see people falling all over the place, acting like they're drunk out their heads and God, and, uh, you know, barking like dogs and, you know, hoo-ha, all that, all that hoo-ha Henry stuff. Let me tell you something. That is not what we see within the, the Scripture. Man, these people are just nutters, right? We want to be balanced in the gifts of the Spirit, balanced. You know, when they get up and they can't even speak. When it says, when you're filled with the Spirit, what are you meant to do? Speak to one another with Sam's hymns and spiritual songs. You are meant to be in your right mind by the Spirit. When Peter stood up at Pentecost, he stood up filled with the Spirit. And he didn't say, well, wait half an hour, woo, all of that stuff, till he got over himself to be able to speak. No, he was filled with the Spirit and he boldly proclaimed. He boldly proclaimed. Why? I'm in the army of Yehovah. I don't know about you. I don't know if you've taken your orders, but if you're a believer in Yeshua, you are commissioned and called to the army of Yehovah. Now, if you're on duty, you, you have no right to be drunk. You, you, are, you have no right to have excess alcohol in your system. You're a soldier under Elohim's command. We are called to be sober-minded, and we see that in the book of First Peter. Be sober-minded. Uh, be alert. You know, watch out. You know, don't let your minds uh, be taken away from the presence of Yehovah. So these psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, 
that's so important. Sing and make music in your heart to Yahovah. Always giving thanks. This is corporate. The work that's happening in you, let it become corporate. Don't keep it to yourself. How do we share with others? As a child, I used to have this big poster on my my wall growing up, and it was a, a picture of a, a jam jar, you know, like a jam jar. And, you know, it was um, filled with faith. And God, I can't remember the statement that was on it. Uh, it was, uh, what was it? Don't keep faith in a jar. That's right. Don't keep faith in a jar. Spread it around. And, you know... This is my encouragement. Are we going to get to that place where our tongue is operating uh, properly? You know, our tongue is a restless evil, but by the Spirit, everything changes. Everything changes by the Spirit. We get to that place where we see what? In the beginning of Ephesians chapter 5, we see thanksgiving. We see the goodness, the righteousness, the truth that will come forth from doing what pleases Yehovah. Is our life uh, weighing up? Well, let me tell you something. The very foundation of what's going to take place in your life is based on what comes out of your mouth. Well, brother, you know, it's so true. Our confession of faith, you have to proclaim it. I'm just going to say it into myself. Okay, I believe in Yeshua. No, you need to proclaim it publicly. Why? Because it will bring change to your life. Maybe you're watching right now and you're not sharing your faith. You're too scared to tell people about your faith walking with Yeshua. Hear the word of Yahovah. Be bold. Be strong. You know, uh, I've got a a friend, John Ebenezer, in Hyderabad, in uh, India, did a radio show from a number of years ago. And what I loved about uh, John, you know, he shared, you know, it's coming to faith. And he was in an area where it was persecution. And he was sharing his faith, knowing it could cost him his life. And then all, you know, this group came to, to with clubs and everything, literally to beat him to death. And he's running for his life and they're trying to get him. And anyway, this chicken gets killed. <laughs> Yeah, they they kill this chicken. And he says, my God is real. And to prove it, God's going to raise this chicken from the dead. And they're all like, what? What are you talking about? You know, he picks up this dead chicken and he says, in the name of Yeshua, come alive. And this chicken, boom, bursts into life. And all these people that came to kill him, all of a sudden, because of the faith, because of the power of the tongue in the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, they came to faith in Messiah because a chicken was raised from the dead. <laughs> you know, and John shares the testimony in his, his uh, Indian English. It's really quite funny listening to him. But, um, you know... <laughs> Sometimes we limit Yahovah and how he's going to work. And we think, well, if I say this, it's going to cause this trouble. Listen, by the Spirit, what's the Father calling you to say? By the Spirit, what's the Father calling you to do? The tongue is so important, but it's a restless evil. We just talked on the book of James. You know, what did it say? It's root, it's foundation. Where does this poison come from as we see in in verse uh, 6 of James chapter 3 it says its origin is set on fire by Hades it's from the very pit of hell it's set on fire very deep and the enemy wants to use your tongue are you going to give him permission to use your tongue are you going to operate with this 
you know, restless evil and allow it to do what it wants to do. Well, your only option for deliverance is to accept the empowerment of the Spirit. And it says to be filled with the Spirit. And, you know, when it's talking about being filled in this verse, you know, what does it mean? He's talking about, you know, uh, it's, it's not just about one filling. It's that you can be continually filled with the Spirit. We can be empowered by the Spirit in greater ways. So I want to encourage you. Take a moment right now and say, Father, I recognize where I'm at in my walk with you and I want my tongue to be equipped by the Spirit. I can't tame this tongue. Nothing in humanity can tame this tongue but your Spirit. Holy Spirit, empower us. This is why I lay my life down before you so I can walk in the freedom and the victory of Messiah. I hope this is your prayer today. Are you ready to see a a mighty spiritual fire, not just a spark setting off a fire to bring forth destruction? What about a spark that's set forth to bring forth, you know, uh, the beauty of Yehovah? You've been given beauty for ashes. Father, thank you. Oh, hallelujah. You know, that, that's why I wanted to read a little bit more on this chapter, and I was going to read into this next section. But you know what? I feel that we are at that place. It's about our actions. It's about our walk. It's not just about us. I proclaimed his name, and now it's okay. No, no, it's time. Are you ready to take on the call of Yehovah? What did we read in, in verse 17? It says, Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what Yehovah's will is. And this is what we saw in Romans chapter 12. You, you can only find the perfect will of Yehovah if you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to Yehovah as your spiritual act of worship. If you don't do that, how can we renew our minds? And, and this is why I'm so against religion, because religion just wants you to do certain actions to get certain points. But, you know, you're always going to fail in that method, we need the relationship of what it truly means to walk in the Spirit. I hope this message has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. My prayer is that you are fired up in the Ruach HaKodesh. <laughs> Don't keep it quiet. Spread your faith around. Minister today in the power of a mighty God. He is able. Thanks for watching. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Like I said, if you've got testimony, Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com, send me an email. Tell me about what the Father is doing in your life. We'd love to hear. If you have a testimony for the newsletter, share with us. You see everything written above. If you want to support the ministry and give into the ministry, then this is a very important time. We are counting down for um, you know a huge move, a huge shifting in the ministry. It's going to be awesome what the Father's going to do and how he is going to work things out. We're going to talk more about this as uh, we get to uh, our new newsletter that's coming out at the end of the month. So, you know, bear with us on that. But we're going to be doing Livingstone Torah Outreach. We're getting ready. Fort Worth, Texas is what the Father is saying. That's the location where the training is going to go out from. And, you know, we're asking people, if you want to be part of that outreach event that we're going to do in Fort Worth, then let us know. And uh, we will make sure that you have all the information about that as it is opening up.
So do, take a moment right now, put the thumbs up if you're watching on uh, YouTube or um, uh, Facebook, and don't forget to take a moment and share this message with others. We thank you for those who support us. We thank you for our partners, for you are the ones that make this happen, that we can minister and see transformation in so many families and to reach out to the nations. Thank you so much for standing with us. Until tomorrow, Yahovah bless. Hallelujah.